Hi, everybody. My name is Julia, and this is the Life After Breath podcast. Today is Talk It Out Tuesday, where we talk about all the things, all of them. Okay, well, maybe not all of them, but we are going to chat and figure out the best ways to help us all find complete wellness and what that even means. We'll explore that and figure out what it means for you so that you can go kick ass and live the life of your dreams. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talk It Out Tuesday. Oh boy, do I have an episode for you. (laughs) I say that because I've had some interesting conversations with one of my best friends today and like I'm kind of feeling a little passionate about this. And so um, might be a good idea to take a breath, but instead I hopped on here to talk to you about it. And (laughs) I want to just talk a little bit about like being true to yourself and what that means and what that can look like. And in talking about being true to ourselves, we also can talk about like this obsessive need that our society, that generationally, who knows where it comes from, but the majority of people that I know have this obsession with needing to be right. And I don't mean like, I'm right, you're wrong. I mean like what I do has to be done right. It has to be done properly. It has. To, I have to color in the lines. I have to do it the right way. There's right or there's wrong. There's no in between. Um, and then that just there leads to perfectionism. I was actually talking to a friend of mine the other day and she deals with perfectionism for herself. And she was talking to me. She told me that her daughter brought her this drawing that she'd done and she took, she looked at it and she said, Oh my goodness, this is perfect. As soon as it was out of her mouth, she thought, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? And so then she like tried to like backtrack and they ended up having a lovely conversation and talking about how perfection wasn't required and things like that so that she wasn't instilling that into her daughter. But I think that that's part of where it comes from is things like teachers and loved ones who with best intentions say things like be sure to color in the lines or this is perfect or and like there's all the love in the world in that statement that is not in an like making an effort to try to make a child feel like it has to be perfect every time but I think that after a little while that's what starts to influence us and that's what starts to make us not make us but kind of instruct us, guide us into this idea that things have to be right, that things have to be perfect. And so where does that come from and why is that true? And and in in the last couple of months, I've come to the conclusion that there's no such thing as right or wrong. Now, okay, you can take that to the extreme and be like, okay, so I can go rob a bank today and that's not going to be wrong. You know, okay, come on. Like, give me a break. That's obviously not what we're talking about. But what I'm talking about is there's no right way of doing pretty much anything because what works for me might not work for you. There's different, people learn differently. There's different ways of looking at everything. And just because it's not the way you would have done it doesn't make it wrong as long as the result is the same, right? So I think that we can kind of we talked a little bit before about tightening, like holding on too tight and allowing things to happen. And we cling so tightly to these reins of what should be and what what is right and what is wrong. And so now this doesn't sound like I'm on the same track of about, about being true to yourself, but it is. It all ties back to the fact that we are so, we get in our heads and get so obsessed with this idea of doing things right that we lose who we are because all of a sudden I'm doing it the right way. I'm not doing it my way. 
And so in an effort to do things right, we start to pay more attention to what the people around us think. And even if we're not paying attention to that, we are thinking about what are the people around me thinking? What are they think? Will they think I'm doing this right? Will this be right or wrong or perfect or, you know, or imperfect in their eyes? And ultimately, that doesn't matter. What another person thinks of me or of my actions or what I'm doing is none of my business and truly has nothing to do with me. If someone has a problem with me, let's listen to that. Let's break down that sentence. Someone has a problem with me. That's their problem. It really has nothing to do with me. And so when we can separate ourselves from that, that's a really big step in in releasing this idea that I have to have others' approval or that I have to look a certain way or be a certain way or do things right or perfect in other people's eyes. And so the other thing, just to continue on that track a little bit, is we're so concerned with what other people are thinking. But let me tell you, If you are worried about what someone else is thinking, nine times out of 10, they're going to be worried about what you're thinking. They're going to be worried about what someone else is thinking. We all do this. Love you. Mean it. You're not special. (laughs) This is something that we all inherently do is think about what other people are thinking of us. Well, they're not because they're thinking, what are other people thinking of me? And then let's just go a little step beyond that. So, I mean, It's kind of silly, right? It's this silly cycle. We're so worried about what they're thinking and they're so worried about what we're thinking that none of us are being true to ourselves because we're thinking about the other person so much. And then let's just go a little further. Let's pretend that I really was thinking about whatever it was that you were wearing. Have you ever noticed that somebody has a horrible outfit on and you see them and you think to yourself, oh my God, what is she wearing? How long does that feeling or how long does that thought last in your head? It's usually just, oh my God, what is she wearing? And maybe uh, I would never go outside in that. But then it's over. That was two seconds long. And yet we will spend all night worried about what other people are thinking of us. So if they think what we're wearing is terrible, it literally takes up two seconds of their brain power. And yet we're going to obsess about it all night long. How is that okay? What are we doing to ourselves? You know? So Just a little note or two to encourage you to let go about being worried about what other people are thinking and staying a little bit more true to yourself. And then let's go back to this idea of being right or wrong. When you are in tune with yourself, when you are more aware, which is what we work on every day when we're doing our breathing practice, I've talked to you a little bit about telling yourself that you're listening and really listening to your inner self and to your inner being. And that is your intuition. We talked about that a little bit last week. And that intuition, that little voice gets stronger and stronger, the more in tune we are with our awareness. And when you know that something is right for you, even though it's not quote unquote right, the right way of doing something, and yet it just feels so good to you. It just feels like the right thing to do. Do it because then you are following your path, not the rest of the world's. Because remember, we don't care what the rest of the world thinks. We're following what is true to us because that is who I am. And so sometimes you see people and they're out there and they're living their lives and, and they're being true to themselves. And we look at them and just, we think, oh my gosh, I wish I could be like them because they don't seem to care what other people think. 
So why can't we have that for ourselves? That is living your life for you. There's a woman whose workbook I've done, and she talks about living a soul-led life. And what I have interpreted that to mean is following your intuition instead of allowing the outside voices dictate what you do with your life or the decisions you make in your life. And again, that all comes down to listening to the opinions of others instead of listening to ourselves, to our intuition, to our soul. I don't know about you, but I want to let a soul-led life. I want to live the life that I'm here to live and not be so influenced by the world around me, by people who, with the best intentions because they love me deeply, have strong opinions about the things that I'm doing in my life. And now let's take it one step further. I'm doing some things in my life that the people around me aren't doing with their life, right? Just like, you know, my friend is a baker, her brother is a mechanic. In what world would she tell him how to run his business? There's no world in which that would make any sense. And yet, We allow the people that have no idea what we're doing with our lives to come in and give us their opinion. They give us their opinion. They tell us what we're doing right or wrong. And do they have any idea what they're talking about? And yet it massively will impact our confidence in our own being, in our own, um, it disrupts the confidence in our abilities. You know, I believe very strongly that we build confidence by following through for ourselves. So when I say I'm going to record a podcast, when I do that, my body, my spirit, who I am says score. I promised myself I would do this. I did it. I showed up for me and I trust myself just a little bit more. I believe in myself a little bit more. And that's what confidence is, right? A belief in yourself. So if I can continue to believe in myself and continue to show up for myself, then it doesn't matter what the outside world thinks. And so yet, here comes this person, my brother, who loves me so much and is going to give me this opinion about my bakery, even though he's a mechanic. Why on earth would I allow that to destroy my confidence? Why on earth would I allow that to dissuade me from what I'm doing? One of the words that, and this is a little bit off topic, but one of the words that kind of gets thrown around a lot is is being authentic, right? People want you to be authentic. You want to be your authentic self. And I completely condone that. I want you to be your authentic self. I want you to be true to you. And that's what I mean about being authentic. I want you to show up authentically to others, which means to me, I want you to be your true self to everyone around you as well. I don't want you to feel like you have to put a mask on in order to 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 socialize. I don't want you to think that you have to pretend to be anyone other than who you are when you show up in the world. I want that for you. That takes strength. A lot of times we feel so broken that we have to put a mask on in order to go out. Trust me, I know this. I can't tell you how many times I would go to events where I worked and I was miserable and broken and I didn't love myself. I I hated myself. I hated the people around me and the people I was with because I hated myself, not because of who they were. I was miserable, but I had to be there. I had to show up. So I would put on a fake smile and pretend that I was so happy In fact, I would venture to guess that the people that knew me then and the people that know me now who knew me then had no idea that I was as miserable as I was. I'm fairly confident that there is maybe a handful, two to five people max, 
who knew that I was willing and ready to take my life at that time. Everybody else thought I was fine because I wore a mask every day. And so that's why I say to you, I want for you to not have to wear a mask, to be vulnerable and know that your vulnerability is a strength, that you can be who you are, especially around the people who you love and who love you and be true to that self so that you can get the support that you need if you're in a bad place, so that you can feel the love that you're due when you're in that place, so that you can move forward and continue to be yourself and your true self. And look, I want to just give you a big dollop of grace. And if you're not there yet, that is okay. It has taken me a long time. Like my transformation started over three years ago. And this is the first time I'm talking about some of this stuff, you know? So it does take a long time and I'm still learning. I learn more every day. It's called a journey for a reason because it kind of doesn't end until it's over. And so give yourself that grace little by little. Maybe peel off your mask a little bit in front of someone who you do feel like you can trust and say, this is how I'm feeling and see what kind of feedback you get. Start building that confidence within yourself. Start building that confidence of showing up for yourself just for one thing. Remember, we've talked about this before. Let's keep it simple. Let's start small. Hell, I would love for you to show up for yourself by getting out of bed three minutes early and doing a little bit of breathing. I know that comes as a complete shock. Do something like that. Do something so small. When you get up in the morning, drink a fruit glass, an eight ounce little glass of water. And just just down that every morning when you wake up, make some sort of small commitment this week to yourself and show up for yourself every single day. And by the end of the week, you're going to feel so much better, not because of what you're doing, but the fact that you are doing it and you are showing up for yourself. You deserve that. The more you build up that little bit of confidence, if in a week you want to add something else, fantastic. If you want to wait two or three weeks until that feels really solid, fantastic. Then in two or three weeks, drink 16 ounces of water instead of just eight. And now you're showing up more for yourself. Wake up five minutes early instead of three. And now you're showing up more for yourself. These little things seem so inconsequential, but they are hugely impactful in so many ways. Even if it's just to prove to yourself that you are trustworthy, that you can believe in yourself. And also, it's going to prove that you deserve that too. And then you can slowly and slowly and slowly start to expand that and and be truly authentic, vulnerable and strong and just yourself, knowing that you can walk in that confidence with your head held high, understanding that you are you and that you love you where you are and that anybody else's opinion is exactly that. It's their opinion and it has nothing to do with you. I've rambled a lot. (laughs) I've gone in a few directions, but I mean every word of everything I've said today because it's so true. You deserve to show up for yourself. You are incredible because you're unique. There's no one like you. So why not show the world who that person is? I want to know who that person is. So remember, the more you can show up for yourself, the more you'll feel soul-led and less led by the world around you. And you can move forward in your life being authentic, being your true self, regardless of what the world thinks is right or wrong. 
moving forward in the way that you know is right for you. I'm already proud of you. Now go kick some ass. Hey, it's Julia again. Listen, I am so glad you're here. And I was thinking if you're enjoying this as much as I am, you should definitely check out the Life After Breath community Facebook group. We are building an amazing community there with loads of extra content and some very special bonuses coming soon. And don't forget, you can always find me on your favorite social media platforms at Julia Christine Health. I hope to see you there, but I'll definitely see you here tomorrow.